0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 15th of December. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this podcast all right well let's go straight away to the scores on the doors and of course the big number tonight or rather last night in the u.s this morning for us was france two, morocco zero unfortunately morocco played far better than france i thought but anyway back to more fundamental finance matters the fomc meeting last night early this morning they raised rates by 50 basis points as everyone expected but they did move what they call the terminal rate, slightly higher. Uh, So that was enough to uh, send the market into a slight conniption. It was a pretty choppy session in the US today or overnight. We had the Dow Jones finishing finally down 142 points or down 0.42%, 33,966. So slipping from that 34,000 level. It had a high uh, before the FOMC meeting of 287 points up and a low, Post of 404, the Nasdaq slipped uh, 0.76%, 86 points to 11,171. And the S&P 500 slipped 0.61%, 24 points to 39.95. And the VIX volatility index, as you would expect when we were all geared up for the volatility of this number, uh, fell. 5.7% 5.7% to 21.35 so all that volatility all those calls and puts that people bought for the big event of the month the FOMC and of course the CPI follow uh, previous to that uh, falling to 21.35 our spy futures down a big 61 points 0.84% the uh, market was up 48 points yesterday or 0.7 of a percent but uh, certainly uh, the spy futures pointing to a bit of a soggy day in store for us as far as uh, the US markets go last night uh, certainly uh, there were lots of people poring over the number from the Fed at 5 or 50 basis points rise and of course that upsizing of the terminal rate which i have to say did seem to be priced uh, by the market there were many people talking about the terminal rate being Upsized uh, and to around uh, 5.1%, which was up from 4.6%. The federal funds rate for those people that are playing trivia at home and will get asked this question over the weekend is now four and a quarter to four and a half percent. That's four straight 75 basis point increases. Now, for my money, four and a half to 5.1 is only around a half a percent rise. So, given that that is the terminal rate they're looking at for next year, the end of next year, you'd have to say that somewhere in there, there is a pause. However, the markets didn't seem to like it. Apple down 1.6%. Meta was up 1.2%. Google down 0.6%. Microsoft up 0.1%. Amazon down 1%. Tesla continuing to slip uh, down 2.6%. Netflix down 0.8%. Uh, The US banks, Goldman's, were down 2.3%, the worst of the bunch. JP Morgan, the best, down only 0.5%. Citigroup, 1.3% down. Bank of America, down uh, 1.4%. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 0.31%. And we saw ExxonMobil, 4.8%. And General Motors down 1.1% in the US. So that is pretty much the headlines. We do have... Uh, the ECB and the Bank of England, as well as another course in the main meals, I guess the meals of the central banks this week. So uh, we do get some more from those central banks. Uh, But certainly Jerome Powell uh, did signal that his fight against inflation is far from over and did highlight the structural labor market shortages which are affecting the U.S., in the commodities space last night, we saw the oil price pushing up yet again, up another 2.7% back to 82 82 in Brent crude, $2.15 up. WTI was up $1.70 to 7704 2.26% better. So we are seeing that oil price continuing to push higher. Uh, the International Energy Agency said 2023 oil prices... May rise as sanctions squeeze at Russian supplies and demand beats earlier forecasts. So uh, it did seem to be undaunted by the Federal Reserve's fight against inflation. Other commodities, a little bit easier last night. Copper was up 0.3 of a percent, but the rest were down. Nickel down 0.4, aluminium down 0.3, zinc down 1.8, lead down 0.8, and ton down 0.6 of a percent. in Commodity stocks overseas BHP reversed uh, a little bit of a gain. We saw yesterday, down 1.5% in ADR terms. That's American depository receipts. Rio down 1.2% in ADR terms. Freeport McMoRan up 0.5%. Alcoa down 1.5. Tech up 0.9. Anglo down 2.3. Glencore down 0.8. Vale up 1.4. Albemarle copying it really tough last night. Down 5. 0.4%. The gold price was modestly easier. It was down $3.10, 18.08.3. We did see the US dollar index come off a smidgling, down 0.2, and the 10-year yields in the US down to 3.47, and the two years are down to 4.21. Aussie 10 years, 3.39%. So the Aussie dollar, 68.61, creeping just that little bit higher at the moment so we shall see what happens today iron ore was slightly easier down 0.5 of a percent as i say those spy futures were off 61 points so we're looking at a bit of a soggy old day today if all goes according to those spy futures as far as local headlines go uh we do have uh, the afr talking uh, front page today of uh Rio looking at lithium takeover targets. Uh, a couple mentioned there. Uh, mineral Resources obviously too big to play, but certainly with BHP and Oz Minerals that due diligence drawing to a close, it does look as if Rio could make some sort of acquisition at some stage in the lithium space. Uh, a company based in America or in the Americas could be on the cards and probably one that you've never heard of according to Rocky Uh, Peter O'Connor at Shaw & Partners. Magellan shareholders, they had their shareholder meeting yesterday and amazingly, I guess probably not amazingly, the shareholders approved doubling of director's fees to attract better talent to the board. I'll leave that thought with you. And Unisuper and Sydney's Australian Catholic superannuation merger is creating some big rebalances. Uh, This is when uh, the incoming fund manager who takes over a bunch of money from an outgoing fund manager, makes some serious changes to that portfolio and as a result you do see what we call block trades going through the market and there have been some big block trades going on. This is where a uh, super fund or a big institutional investor will ask a broker or an investment bank for a price or execution of these big, big block trades, and it does sometimes result in indiscriminate selling, especially in some of the stocks that are a little bit thin and uh, a little bit off-centre. There have been some targets that some have suggested. APM Human Services, PSC Insurance Group, Corporate Travel could have been affected, Paladin, and IPH, as those block trades take place in that one. Yesterday, Phil Lowe who has the uh, stewardship of the Reserve Bank, said he has no intention of resigning and is hoping for a second term. I find it quite extraordinary that they get appointed for seven years. So he's hoping for another seven years at the helm because this one has been so successful. As far as other news goes today, Auckland Airport, uh, this is one we talked about on the call yesterday. There is an 18% shareholder with the Auckland Council, has said that it's looking to sell uh, that stake. There's a new mayor in town, a new kid in town, and he is saying there's no strategic interest really for Auckland Council to hold 18% of the airport there. So that's uh, potentially on the block at the moment. And Steadfast, SGF, is looking at buying one of its Perth rivals, perhaps. Uh, EBM is the stock in their sites, or is the company in their sites? Some research out this morning. Baron Joey has initiated research on a few lithium stocks. Global Lithium Resources has been initiated with an overweight with a $3.20 price target, which is a 58% upside from here. Leo Lithium, uh, which is in the news at the moment because Firefinch, which has a gold project in Africa, which now has now abandoned that project, only has two assets left on its books: the cash. And it's 17 and a bit percent shareholding in Leo Lithium, uh, which could be for sale. Um, which uh, the Chinese may well, Gang Feng may well be the logical buyer for that. But Baron Joey has initiated research at Leo Lithium with an overweight 120 cent price target, $1.20, 147% upside. And Core Lithium didn't want to be left out from their research. They've initiated underweight with an 85 cent price target, which gives a 27% downside. And Citigroup research out this morning on Auto Sports. Uh, They've also got research out on Peter Warren Automotive and Eagers Automotive. Uh, Autosports ASG initiated with a buy with a 305 target, 50% upside. Peter Warren PWR initiated buy with a 360. Price target, that's 35% upside. And Eagers, neutral, $12.40 target, 5% upside. And we have seen CLSA with some research out this morning on PME, a sell with a 54.25 price target, and Integral Diagnostics, IDX, initiated underperform with a 3.15 price target, which is a 5% upside. Samphire Resources has a resumed outperform at Macquarie. And Steadfast, we've talked about, considering those M&A opportunities. Question of the day today. If you had $10,000 to invest right here, right now, what would you invest that $10,000 in? That's invest rather than just buy for a uh, trade. So what would you invest your $10,000 in? Well, that's it from me today. You won't hear from me this afternoon as I'm heading off to the Osbys Christmas lunch in the Big Smoke. Uh, so uh, there may be a podcast this afternoon if Marcus is uh, available to do that. But that's it. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.